Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Donna Price with Blog Talk Radio, and I'm thrilled to have a special guest here today. We're um, broadcasting live from Newton, New Jersey, and we have Patricia Weber here today, and she is the author of an upcoming book that we're going to be talking about for introverts, The Communication Toolbox for Introverts. But first, let me tell you a little bit about her. Patricia Weber understands the possible difficulty of being an introvert in business and has made it her mission to build the confidence of the more introverted and communicate the necessary skills to succeed. Since 2007, she is recognized internationally on radio and in print for most things introvert. Follow followers of her blog at Weber.com comment regularly at, that her messages both resonate with them and inspire them. Featured in numerous publications such as Entrepreneur, Training, Wall Street Journal, and her current book, Communication Toolkit for Introverts, Find Your Voice in Everyday Business Situations, just released in December 2014, is something a publisher asked her to write. Wow. That's cool. She supports introverts who want more energy and vitality to live life at full throttle with her speaking, coaching, and books. So if you're fed up with the often uncomfortable extrovert rules or tired of being tired, be ready to be inspired. So, Patricia, welcome to the show. I'm thrilled to have you here as uh, as introvert myself, I think. And I'm excited to hear what you have to say today. Thank you, Donna. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, that at me in you know just going over your intro was that a publisher came to you to write a book. So tell us how that happened, because most of us have not had that wonderful experience of a publisher saying, "Can you write this book for us?" Yeah, I can totally relate to that about. 20 years ago, I partnered with somebody. We wanted to write a book together, not on introversion. It was about how to build your dream house without getting nailed. And we, I don't think either one of us was totally serious about it. So I understand wanting to write a book and putting, I think in our case, we put out 103 letters of query to publishers and got turned down with every one. And because we were both working full-time at the time, we just said, you know, this isn't really like a passion or a dream or anything, so let's just move on. So I got this invite from Pact Publishing, which is actually in the U.K., and they wanted me to write a full book on negotiation skills for introverts. I knew that Susan Cain, who wrote Quiet, which made it in 2012 to the bestseller list, actually wrote before that a book on negotiation skills. And since she was totally focused on the introvert and I kind of peeked at her book, I thought, wow, well, she's coming from a very introverted perspective. I'm really more of an ambivert, but but I'm an INTJ and Myers-Briggs type and I so I just thought I'm a I'm a salesperson by nature and I just thought well what if I want to find out what my followers want me to write and 
then that went all over the board, right? Because <laughs> I did get a lot of feedback. But I started looking at the commonalities in what they wanted, and then I started searching out what I thought it would fit in, and I made my proposal to the publisher. And it was sort of like I was back in 20 years ago where I had to submit a proposal and a sample chapter, and I'm like, wait a minute, it wasn't supposed to work like this. However, they just they told me at the beginning, they found me through my blog, they liked what I had to say in my blog, they respected that I had followers who were commenting on my blog and that I was engaged with them. Actually, they set me up for, you know, yes, let's go with your choice. So it, it was a very, the whole process from the beginning was new to me, and there were some bumps in the road, but in the end, the the book was actually released, uh, Communication Toolkit for Introverts, in on December 2nd. It, like, took me almost a year to write it and almost another six months for them to get it out. So we made it. All right. That's great. Congratulations on the book. Thank you, Donna. And, appreciate that. And I'm sure people can go to your blog if they want to get the book right away. So that's patricia-weber.com where people right. can access to the book. Um, right. So what qualifies someone as an introvert or an extrovert? Like, I know you mentioned the Myers-Briggs. <laughs> so that's one one way that people are tested to whether they're introvert, extrovert, but what, what are the differences? Okay, first got to ask, why were you chuckling there? Oh, because I tested on the Myers-Briggs years ago and hung out with a group of people that were like, oh, you can never do that, you're an introvert. And so I have never taken the Myers-Briggs again. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Good for you. I, if, <laughs> I refuse, you know, and when I do leadership consulting and they ask what testing or, you know, people come to me like use the Myers-Briggs, get trained on it. I'm like, no way. I don't want to have anything to do with it. (laughs) And not to say that it's not a good tool, but I just didn't have a good experience with it. And, you know, at that time I was introverted and quiet and, um, and now I'm doing a radio show and I do speaking and all those things. So while people were saying, no, you'll always be introverted, you can never do those things, I didn't buy into that. So yeah, that's good, why I was good for you. I, th- I think that's why I succeeded as I did in sales. I mean, I was consistently a number one producer, and then I got promoted to sales manager that's when things became a little bit curious, and that's when I found out what actually qualifies you to be an introvert or an extrovert. I think to know that someone like you is really not ascribing to, wait, you can't do that because you're an introvert. And for me, I didn't know I was an introvert. <laughs> it, didn't, it came, you know, midway into my corporate career. So... I think we both had an advantage, but the truth is the only thing that qualifies you is how you get energy for yourself. And because at the time when I took it, and of course I still am married now for 43 years to an ENTP, he's not quite matched up with my style, (laughs) I, I kept wondering, 
why is it when I get home from my days, then I was a sales manager, I'm so exhausted. I wanted another word there, but it'd probably be expleted out. Um, And I found out as an introvert, what it comes down to is it's about where we get our energy. So he and I would constantly be at odds. He was ready to go after his full day, and he owned his own business and had, at the time, three employees. But he was ready to go to the business after hours or whatever social event might give you some networking opportunities. And I would say, you know what, I'm just going to hang at home. <laughs> it would get us into so many conversations and and sometimes fights, really. Like, why don't you want to go? Don't you realize this is important for your business? All those kind of things. But once right. I knew it was about how I actually revitalized my energy, how I recharged myself, and not anything else, then everything started to make sense to me. That is why, truly, as a sales manager, I loved giving sales meetings because it gave me a chance to, and I'm kind of the introvert who likes to tell you what to do. So when you're a sales manager, you have to tell people what to do, right? Here's here's what we've decided in management, and here's what we've found out from our top performers is really working right now, and this is what you want to consider in your own sales, and what do you think about that? You know, it's all those kinds of leadership presentation kind of skills that I think when people look at, just like they look at you and say, oh, you can't ever do that, my issue was, particularly when I went out on my own, corporate speaking and training, people would say, there is no way you're an introvert. And I would go, well, why do you say that? And it's because you're not shy and you're certainly not quiet and you certainly have your own opinions. Oh, really? When did that get into the definition? So all it has to do with and what would qualify someone is how do you really get revitalized? Are you more like my husband who, in spite of the snow, which is probably like what you have today too, and the roads being pretty much a disaster, he was so ready to go to Starbucks to hang out with his crowd. I had to take my keys because I was afraid he was going to take my car. That You can't keep him away from that. But me, I was perfectly fine here saying, well, you know, I could do a little bit more preparation for my call with Donna. You know what I'm saying? You can never do too much. So that that's all that qualifies you. And it has nothing to do with being shy or quiet um, or anything that might be a misnomer or myth about it. Okay. So that clarifies it for folks some. And so when you talk about, like, rejuvenating your energy, what are the best ways that for you that – move you into, you know, doing more or being successful in business when you're getting yeah, home from that long day? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good question. So it, it's a couple of things. If I know, like if I look at my calendar for the week, because like typically I think you would say yes, most of us who are introverts, we like to plan things out. And probably everyone who is successful in business you know, has some sort of plan, whether it's their weekly plan, their monthly plan, their yearly plan. But if you can look at what's coming up for the week, which I tend to do, what, where do I have a lot of extroverting things going on? Is there going to be a lot of networking happening this week? 
or am I going to be more contemplative and doing more blog writing? What is it? So depending what I see coming up in the week tells me how to manage my time around those extroverting events. And I think that's an advantage we can use for ourselves because we we know we like to plan. So if we're going to need to recharge, if we can look at what, even if if we're only looking at the day, what do we have planned, and then say, well, does that mean I have to spend time before revitalizing? And everybody will be different in this. Like a lot of times, and you probably know this, Donna, as a speaker and a trainer, you have a lot of that going on in the week where you're you're out at a corporation or an association giving maybe a 20-minute or hour presentation, followed, boom, by the next day you've got a two-day training program. Well, what you have to be ready to do is decide, are you going to recharge at the front end and just spend a lot of quiet, solitary time there, are you going to mix it up with something at the end, which I do often, like at, at the week's end, if I've had a lot of extroverting going on, then I'll say to my husband, okay, please don't invite anybody to dinner with us tonight because I'm exhausted. And by now, of course, mm-hmm. 43 years later, he understands my request and honors it. In the past, he wouldn't have understood it. We would have you know, had some little conflict about why are you doing that? What are our friends going to think? Yada, yada, we'd go down there. Then you can also come up with some things to temporarily in the middle of things. And I do this all the time when I'm out in the community or traveling to speak and train. I make sure that if there's a break, yeah, people might want to talk with me, but I am getting out and I'm going to the restroom and nobody's stopping me. And it might not be because I have to go to the restroom and use it, but simply because I need to be alone. And I find that there's not a lot of people that hang out in the restroom too long. I'm usually the one there the longest just to recharge, just to get my energy back. So whatever you can do, that's the best way to do it, what works for you. But just look ahead, plan it out. What are you going to do before, during, and after? Okay. Now, I know that your book outlines six essentials for introverts to succeed in business. and. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what those six essential skills are for folks. Sure. And I I actually did research a lot because, as I mentioned earlier, when I was asking my followers what is it that you would like to learn about in a book, right, because there are, there are, oh, I don't know how many, over a 1,000 books for introverts out since I got into business coaching back in 2007 and focused on the introvert. And now when you research it, you can see that, there's some commonalities around skills that are researched that people must have to succeed in business. So they are listening, being able to have your voice heard in business meetings, being able to present, whether it's to a group or to your manager or to your banker, if you're an entrepreneur, managing conflict, which for us happens every day, whether it's in our personal life or in business, negotiating that happens every day in personal life as well as business life. And to actually be able to influence, which comes in the business world as selling and comes over into just general everyday situations to be able to persuade. So it's listening, handling yourself in business meetings, being able to give presentations, being able to manage conflicts, do better with negotiations, and be able to sell. Those are the six skills that 
in every chapter they are handled the same, actually, if I could say it about the book. And I think I made my book from an introvert perspective, or maybe just everybody in the terms of ways start out you, assessing yourself in that area. And so these are self-assessments gathered from what I've found from my own workshops over the years, what I have found are real actual skill sets within that skill. Then there's all the content, of which I use lots of stories about myself or my husband, people that I told I would put them in the book because I've had experiences with them, people I interviewed. And then at the end, um, after a summary, it's like, okay, so you're an introvert. Like, what do you want to do now about it? You want to think about it. So here's what I want you to think about. That's me telling people what to do. Because there's a lot in each chapter on each one of those skills. So every one of those skills is in that area of what it's been found, researched generally across the board, make people successful in business. Okay, great. So... Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about how introverts and extroverts are so different and how they communicate. Because your book is about communication and all these right. skills really are focused on. Because these yeah, skills I think there's sound a, pretty, a, a, a fundamental difference between the two types of personalities. And if you, if you kind of step back from what you might have a predisposition to believe about them and kind of look at it like, like a stained glass window where you're really stepping back and seeing everything in the big picture. You you probably have both of these kinds of personality preferences in your workplace and even as friends. But what it comes down to, to communications is introverts prefer much more one-to-one communication versus seeking out that group or group activity where there is a lot of buzz. That That's really the fundamental difference. When you think about the, the extrovert and the way they communicate, once they're, once they're attracted and drawn in like that moth to a light where there's that buzz group, whether it's networking or in the case of my husband, his Starbucks buddies that meet every day, weather permitting, what happens is one-to-one communication. That is what happens. But there's Mm -hmm. a lot going on in an extrovert that's very stimulating to them, that brings them fully to be themselves. And for the introvert, when we're in that group activity, when we're we're in that buzz group. It's nowhere near the same stimulation. We're, we want to contribute. We have all the preferences that we have in the way we think and the way we speak that maybe cause us to speak up later. But then because we start thinking that's wrong, right, we're not the moth drawn to the, to the light, we want to get away from that light. So we kind of end up being looked at as the way people actually sometimes label us, some of the labels you gave earlier, that we're quiet or that what the biggest one is that you're shy. But the, the difference is simply that. It, it, I mean, our personality preferences have to do with energy. And what is it that really gets 
us a charge in life, in the communications aspect. So fundamentally, the only thing that's different is someone more extroverted really does like that group hum, whereas someone like me and most likely you much prefer, like we're humming now, right? But it's you and me, and hopefully we do know people are listening. So that group buzz is outside of us, where you and I can stay fully focused on asking questions, going deeper, wider, however we want to go. That's the fundamental difference. Okay. So when you have, when you're working with somebody and they're in a business situation where they're in, you know, group business meetings, um, what are some of the things on helping them? Like one of the things I guess I think of is that if you're in a group of extroverts, that sometimes it's really hard to get your voice heard, to like get your get your chance to even say what you need to say or want to say <laughs> because there's no opening sometimes for that. So how do you work with people on navigating like those group kind of situations that they end up in because they are in business? Yeah, that, that's that's a great question. I'm actually thinking about when I was writing that chapter, I was thinking I was really probably a little weird in thinking back. Hello, are you there? Yeah. Oh, good. I heard a click, so I wasn't quite sure. No, we're here. How I handled myself in business meetings, in particular when I was going to be with a co-manager and the, let's say, the marketing director and then the the chief executive officer of the company. So what I would do, it what turned out to be very similar to what introverts I interviewed did in terms of giving you that strongest position that you could have. And, and by the way, all three of those, well, actually only two of them were, were extroverts. There were two of us in that group of four managers who were more introverted. But I would call, in this case, because we were located in different cities, each one of those three managers and ask them what you know what was on the agenda that they knew about and that they were really kind of excited to talk about, what ideas were they going to share about what topics. So I did a lot of pre-planning in the way of one-to-one conversations because now I would know who has what. Now, even if you're in a bigger meeting, because, you know, typically, I mean, I used to, to do a workshop about corporate meetings and there'd be like 15 or 20 people, right? That That right. is the worst dynamic mostly for a meeting, let alone someone who's more introverted, because there's just too many people in a meeting. You you can't all be heard. So that's one thing you might as well have in your mind. If, you, if you've got typically a position in a company or even in your own business and you're holding meetings with that many people, you better pull back. Like seven is like the ideal. Even my pastor likes small groups of five, because that's where you do get a chance to be heard. But any bigger than that, you don't really feel like you want to be heard sometimes because you haven't had time to think. But if you do it the way that I came out of it, as it turned out, a few of the people that I interviewed, you do these pre-planning meetings. So you get a lot of that homework done before the meeting, and then you know 
specifically, because, right, we've already thought it through or researched it and got what we want to say in our head, and now we give ourselves a better platform to know based on who else is going to either disagree or agree with us, we can say, well, I like that idea and here's my thoughts on it, or I like that idea and here's what I want to add to it, but we've prepared for it. And that's really the biggest advantage we have in a business meeting, or the, the two biggest advantages, basically, is to prepare ahead of time with these little one-to-one conversations, however you can do it. It could even be an email these days. And then be ready with your thoughts about where is it you can piggyback, add to, or even enter a little discussion of I don't agree with somebody. And just that way you get your voice heard. Otherwise, it is... You know, the the meeting, I don't know who designed them, but there's very few that are run by, there's, uh, I forget which website it was on, something like Huffington Post or one of those that has a, an occasional um, chapter or, or blog post on meetings. And there was one a couple of years ago where somebody said, these are the greatest these are the leaders who lead the greatest meetings. And it was funny that many of them were self-professed introverts. There was one that stood out because he said he always started his meeting with quiet time. Imagine that, Donna. Start yeah, a meeting yeah. with quiet. Because he realized that the introvert or the more introverted person is at a disadvantage, but sometimes we're the ones who have the best ideas. So. Those are my, like, tips there. And I don't know if any of that is even in my book, but it doesn't matter. It's really what works. <laughs> okay, great. Well, I think that that's great information. I know that we only have, unbelievably, a few minutes left. Oh, and, wow. Okay, um, I'll sl- I won't talk as much. I'll bring back my introvert side. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's all great information for people. I want to make sure that people know how to be in touch with you through your website, I would guess at patricia-weber.com. Yes. And the Mm -hmm. link is also here on the show page. They can just read the information and your link is there. Um, Any – I I have a lot of things that I wanted to keep talking with you about. (laughs) Um, But the time always flies faster than you you think. Um, So I guess – I'll just open it up to you, like last things that you want people to know about um, before we wrap the show up. Oh, okay, then I would say that as someone more introverted, you're better off not knowing you're an introvert because then you can't fall into the misnomers and say, well, there's no way I can go into sales. I'm not suited for it. It's too much of an outgoing kind of position. Focus on your strengths. And if you don't know what they are, find out what they are. Because all of the introvert strengths are what give us a foundation to do things that we thought we could either use the excuse, I'm not more extroverted, and so therefore not do them, or we won't even try them. I do understand, like you said when you introduced me, that there is difficulty sometimes in being an introvert in business, but I didn't know I was one. And then I had the confidence to move forward 
through the positions I did. So it's my mission to help give introverts the confidence so that they can communicate with the necessary skills to be successful in the business place. I think that's great. And I love that, that um, you know, that you're sharing with people your own experience in being successful in your job before you started your own business and in your own business and how you can, you don't have to buy into the, the, I'm blanking on the word here, <laughs> you know, the kind of cliche, what is an introvert? Right, and right. You can choose to be successful. And like so many things that we find in business, it's about skill development and building confidence in those skills. So I think your book is a great addition. Even if there are a thousand out there, it, it's going to touch people in a different way than the other books did. I hope it does, and that's why I did tell a lot of stories about myself that I don't normally do because I was a tr- true dismal failure when I started. But, you know, I made it through it. it I made it through it. And, I, and that was just not even knowing, hey, I'm holding on this tag here. I'm an introvert. I, I didn't even know it. So even you can come from an extrovert side and kind of laugh at some of the things that I I did and said in sales that kind of bloodied my nose and got my scrapes there and earned yep. my way through it. And I well, appreciate I you thank you letting me be here. I want to thank you for being here. It was great talking with you, and um, I encourage people to go to your website and get the book. I'm sure you can get it at Amazon and Barnes and & Noble and yes. all those great places as well. Yes. I know I was looking at it on Barnes, on Amazon, so I know it's there. And um, to reach out for you, you also have some other resources on your website that are great for folks that they should go and um, take a look at and um, some free things as well. So I encourage people to go over to patricia-weber.com and check those things out. And um, so wrapping up, this is Donna Price with Navigator Radio. Great to be on the air again and talking with folks and if you have questions or comments for me feel free to reach out to me here at blog talk radio or through my website at crconlinemedia.com i look forward to talking with folks again real soon make it a great day